Hello everybody, Paul Jancarella here from Profits and Success, here to bring you another podcast episode from Online Marketing for Life, and that's the number four. Okay folks, today was a biggie. I had my Friday video, Lessons and Observations of the Week. There was actually so much content that I had to have a cheat sheet. I had to take notes. But there was a lot of good information. And I'll be sure to briefly share that with all of you. Uh, But before I do so, uh, I wanted to comment on the fact that my son, our oldest son, we have two boys and a girl, the oldest is graduating high school today. So, very monumental moment, for sure. So, we will be um, doing that this evening at 6 p.m. Okay. Quote today, I receive a bunch of quotes, uh, and if they, you know, interest me and really resonate with me, I, I jot them down in my journal. Uh, Today's I did. Without grace, there is no hope. But with it, there is no shortage. And I thought that was neat. You know, without grace, there's no hope. But with grace, there is no shortage of hope, basically. So that's something good to, to live by. And just so you all are clear... Uh, Grace is available to all of us every day, 24 hours a day, uh, through God. God bestows grace upon us. And I pray sometimes for grace, but my proper prayer should be uh, that I pray that I recognize the grace that I'm receiving Because sometimes the grace that we're receiving doesn't taste too good. (laughs) Let's just face it. Uh, There are graces that go down the wrong pipe sometimes, and they don't make a good first impression, but they make a lasting difference for sure. Darren today says, it's an old story, but a goodie. Stop being a chicken and get yourself free. And there's a story that goes, there was an eagle's nest way high in the cliff, in a cliff mountaintop. And there were some baby eggs um, being nursed by the mama eagle. And a earthquake broke out and shook the nest violently and the mother could only contain the eggs uh, except for one that rolled down the mountainside into a nearby farm and chicken coop. So the mother chicken, uh, as a nurturer by, by trade, I can think all women are, she, you know, nurtured the, the egg, and the egg hatched, and the eagle was born, 
but according to the eagle, he was born a chicken. Played with the chickens, ate with the chickens, laughed with the chickens, danced with the chickens, until one day he saw the eagles flying high in the mountaintop, high in the sky, and he longed for being with those eagles, which incidentally were his family. And some chickens came up to him and said, what are you looking at? He's like, I'd love to fly high with those eagles. And they said, what are you, crazy? You're a chicken. And laughed him to his senses. And the eagle eventually um, forgot about his dreams. Being shouted down so many times by his peers, he chose to stop dreaming. And that was a tragic story, because if you listen to the chickens, you will live and die like a chicken. And Darren tells us that we are all born eagles, which we are. But we need to courageously overcome our limitations. We need to forget what we can't do and focus on what we can so we can fly high with the eagles. Maybe not the first time, maybe not the second time, but eventually. And that's the attitude we should have uh, toward this particular story. Um, an example that I would give is an entrepreneur. I just felt as though through my 25 years of the insurance business that I didn't have that entrepreneurial spirit, the style, the zest, the work ethic. Uh, but what didn't dawn on me was being an entrepreneur is not genetics. It's a learned ability, a trait that we can acquire anytime we want to. As long as we do the correct things, that allows an entrepreneur to soar to new heights, so to speak. And I think about that sometimes, and I'm like, geez, what else am I laughing or shouting myself down with saying that I'm just a chicken. I'm not an entrepreneur. Uh, and, you know, you tend to think about these things after the fact. Uh, we must think about them during our affirmations and in our motivations to say, I will overcome all objections. And that's a good way to be. Uh, some highlights of the week, uh, features and benefits of a product is huge. You know, knowing the product inside and out, I think is, is if not crucial, it is absolutely mandatory to know what you sell, know the features, know the benefits. Um, you know, that it will help you um, be able to manage the sale so much more. But 
since the purchases of all people are made emotionally, we need to get in touch with our audience's emotions, their desires, their struggles, their triumphs, their tribulations, uh, their um, you know hardships, and touch on those where we can find a need to help those particular areas of their lives and that would make things so much easier and worry worry is a very common word that we use and there's really no use for worry and worry actually changes your personality and, and not for the better by any means so you know the next time you are worrying try to do a physical activity to get your mind off it and to create healthier habits and replacements of what you're thinking about it does work but it takes work and working out you know working out has a a dual benefit you know there are many health benefits from losing weight, from eating uh, nutritiously. And I think that's important because not only can we maintain our fitness, we can um, gain our fitness. But what we tend to forget, what working out does, is it helps our mental health. You know, uh, figuratively speaking, our minds need a weight loss plan, if you will. Need to eat better and digest better. So what are we feeding our minds is just as important as what we're feeding our bodies. And how you act is more important than how you compete. And I observed that in a track meet last weekend and the person competing did not have good body language at all uh, and that doesn't sit well with parents friends competitors uh, maybe even college recruiters you know you have to have a good attitude an upbeat attitude I'm not saying you can't get frustrated or bummed out but you can't carry a sourpuss on your face all day long either. And there are, I think there was eight ways to increase your productivity. Uh, I did not list all eight, didn't even list one. Uh, I'd ask all of you just to Google ways to increase productivity and see what comes up. I think you'll be amazed. I, I think actually you'll be amazed at how simple uh, some of the tasks would be and then uh, the last topic is like sowing the seed the late great Jim Rohn um, really had a, a an art of reflecting on the Bible and relating it to uh, the real world especially the business world and the same goes for Matthew Kelly 
uh, a entrepreneur, uh, a current uh, best-selling author, and he too uh, tends to look at the Bible and correlate it to where we are today. And essentially, you know, when, when sowing a seed, do your job. If your job is to sow the seed, do your job in sowing the seed. Don't worry about the weather. Don't worry about the soil conditions. Don't worry about who's around, doing what, what animals are going to eat it up. Just sow the seed. That's what you're called to do. But don't neglect your responsibilities. Uh, When you neglect your responsibilities, at times you try to take on more responsibilities. And that may seem like a good thing, but you tend to neglect what you're supposed to do and do the things that you're not supposed to do. So that's the, the conundrum. So in other words, just do your job, sowing the seed. So that will certainly help out. When it comes to the mustard seed parable, that's one of the smallest of the seeds but one of the largest of all the shrubs out there where birds can come and perch on your branches and take shelter in the nests and, and other animals can seek shelter under the, the branches as well. It is a wonderful thing, you know. But we need to allow God to work through you. And that's very important, having God working through you. Uh, That's not so much for you, but through you. And when God works through us and we do little acts of kindness and charitable uh, acts of, of chivalry, lots can change. Uh, a whole lot can, can change. And I, I think that's what's important to note from this last example is that the, the Bible can teach us how to be not only good people, but affluent people as well. If you have the means to buy a computer, uh, well, by all means, that will give you a leg up on someone that's not able to buy a computer. And you may be able to donate a computer to someone down the road. So that's always a good thing. And that's pretty much a summary of what I learned and observed this this week. I wish you all a very good weekend. Uh, I look forward to checking in with you next week. In the meantime, be well, stay well. We'll talk to you soon.